Hello friends, I am your host Bhaskara and in this episode I am going to talk about the birth horoscope of a great great spiritual guru Sri Ramakrishna Paramahansa. Sri Ramakrishna Paramahansa is known as one of the greatest spiritual personalities of modern India and uh, he is among few men who had the vision of God. Yes, you heard it right. Ramakrishna Paramahans could see Goddess Kali directly. Such was his devotion that he transcended the human limitation that humans cannot see God in, in the physical form. He could actually see Goddess Kali. Such was the devotion, such was his madness for seeking God. Uh, so let me uh, first tell you his birth information. He was born on 18th Feb, 18th February, 1836. Time of birth is 6:23 a.m. and uh, place of birth is Kamarpurkar, Kamar, Kamarpukar. A village located 60 miles from Kolkata, West Bengal, India. Uh, Ramakrishna, as I said in the beginning, Ramakrishna Paramhansa is one of the most famous saints and devotee of God in the modern India. He is counted among the greatest spiritual teachers, a real guru in the recent history, uh, someone who could see God. He was a great devotee of Goddess Kali and he had the direct vision of Goddess. Thus, in a world where people's faith in traditional religion has been considerably reduced by the relentless attack of the forces of atheism, materialism and scientific thinking, Sri Ramakrishna established the possibility of having direct experience of God. His life has enabled thousands of people to regain faith in God and in the external varieties of religion. He showed how the ancient ideals and experiences described in the scriptures could be realized even while following the normal modern way of life. He was born in Aquarius ascendant. So his ascendant rising at the time of birth was the sidereal Aquarius sign with Sun, Moon and Mercury placed in the first house in Aquarius. So we see his body that is ascendant, his mind that is moon, his soul that is sun 
and his intelligence that is mercury were all potentially capable of operating in harmony as all the four parameters were placed in the same sign aquarius in the first house in his birth horoscope so it was less likely for him to experience any kind of contradictory pull due to body wanting something and mind wanting something else and soul wanting some other thing and so on aquarius is ruled by two planets saturn and rahu so his horoscope has two ascendant lords saturn and rahu and since sun moon and mercury are also in aquarius so both saturn and rahu are obviously the sign dispositors of sun moon and mercury also and interestingly saturn is exalted in the ninth house libra in his birth horoscope and rahu is placed in his own sign taurus in the fourth house first house ruler saturn placed in exaltation in the ninth house is a hint that his life will be devoted to learning higher knowledge philosophy religion god realization and temple or university and in his case it was temple but ninth house is either place of worship or place of higher education and the ninth house along with the first lord saturn sitting therein is also receiving the drishti of jupiter who is sitting in the 5th house and looking at 9th house and also looking at saturn who is sitting in the 9th house so 9th house when 9th house is seen by jupiter that 9th house becomes very strong because jupiter is the natural significator of the 9th house so here not only the lagna lord is placed in the 9th house this 9th house that signifies higher knowledge philosophy religion god and place of worship or place of higher education and higher knowledge and uh, learning this 9th house is also seen by jupiter so the the all the promises of 9th house are now even more strong where lagna lord is placed so his life path is directly connected to the 9th house things the other first lord rahu is placed in exaltation in the 4th house uh, or some people uh, treat taurus as the sign of exaltation for rahu uh, but some people call it own sign for rahu so whether you call it own sign or exaltation sign it's a strong placement so rahu which is the other uh, ruler of aquarius which is his first house sign so rahu is the other ruler of aquarius and rahu is placed in the fourth house the house of mother and fourth rahu is placed in fourth house in a powerful sign for rahu that is taurus and then interestingly rashi sign dispositor of both saturn and rahu are the same planet is the same planet venus because rahu is placed in taurus ruled by venus saturn is placed in ninth house in libra sign which is again ruled by venus so venus is the common sign dispositor for both saturn and rahu and venus 
is also placed in his sign of exaltation in the Pisces sign in the second house. So both the ascendant lords are exalted and their common dispositor Venus is also exalted. So he was indeed a very special birth. Now if we combine the indications of both the first lords Saturn and Rahu then we see Saturn is connecting him to the ninth house of knowledge and God and Rahu is connecting him to the fourth house of mother and both are connected with Venus. So we understand that why he tried to see God as mother and due to both Saturn and Rahu being cruel planet he was attracted towards supreme divine mother's ferocious manifestation as goddess Kali who is always angry to kill all the demons and negative forces. Uh, his moon is placed in the Purva Bhadrapada Nakshatra in the first house which is also connected to Rudra or Kali and a strong so again that connection with Kali is getting uh, visible through the nakshatra placement of moon uh, in Purva Bhadrapada Nakshatra and then moon is placed in the first house that again creates strong mother influence in the life of anyone so uh, and it is also a fact that uh, few motherly women also played very important role in Sri Ramakrishna Paramhansa's life one of them was Rani Rasmani Ramakrishna worked as a priest in the Dakshineshwar temple Kali temple founded by Rani Rasmani where he had the vision of Kalima so in Rani in the Dakshineshwar Kali temple where he was working that temple was owned by a rich woman Rani Rasmani and she she supported Ramakrishna Paramahans in every way possible uh, she did not question him much when he was doing prayers in that temple in his own ways and she rather let him do whatever he wanted to do in that temple and she financially also supported him so we see not only he was attracted towards seeking God as a, as a mother but he was also supported by other motherly females in his life so that we can I just explained why that happened this way from his horoscope interestingly his 10th house uh, in the horoscope of his uh, the 10th house that represents visible karma is a Scorpio sign because he is a Aquarius ascendant and um, the ruler of Scorpio is Mars so 10th house is ruled by Mars Mars is also placed in his exaltation time sign Capricorn so 10th house ruler Mars is placed in his exaltation sign Capricorn in the 12th house of private prayers meditation ecstasy and intoxication Ketu is placed in the 10th house so Ketu is placed in the 10th house and wherever Ketu is placed Ketu normally gives detachment from material things so Ketu is placed in the 10th house so he was not 
interested in the mundane karma of earning livelihood in this material world and then 10th house ruler mars is placed in the 12th house in exaltation so he was more interested in private prayers meditation and going into another state which is like equivalent to state of intoxication uh, when when you are so devoted in devotion you cross into a new level of uh, consciousness which is very much like you are in some kind of high it is like intoxication only so 12th house for someone who is a normal person 12th house can give that person some addiction for drugs or alcohol but for a spiritual person the same 12th house can give that person addiction to go into that transcendental awareness state of super consciousness so i hope you understand what kind of energy was active in his life now if we combine the indication of the placements of the two lagna lords saturn and rahu and then ketu in the 10th house and then obviously mars also 10th house ruler mars who is placed in the 12th house then we see he was a man who had no interest in the illusory pleasure of this material world he was not interested in maya this human this material drama of life that is happening around us and he was always wanting to only connect with god and to the transcendental awareness uh actually um, he was born when he was born he was running through jupiter mahadasha at that time and i has as i have explained jupiter is placed in the fifth house of devotion and from there jupiter is looking at the ninth house where first house ruler saturn is also sitting so kind of all these indications which are made by saturn rahu mars all those indications were already active when he was born ninth house is also the house of father and his first house ruler saturn is placed in the ninth house so ramakrishna was very close to his father his father was himself a very spiritual man and he was strongly devoted to bhagwan shri rama so as per ramakrishna he had a strong influence of his father's devotional path in his early childhood but unfortunately his father died when ramakrishna was around 7 years old uh, jupiter m mahadasha continued till september 1849 when uh, at that time he was 13 and a half year old when jupiter mahadasha ended and then he started the most important 19 year period of saturn mahadasha in his life it is during this saturn mahadasha between 1849 and 1868 between uh, 13 and a half year of his age and 32 and a half year of his age when he experienced the ultimate vision of makali uh, one of his elder brothers who was more, uh, whose name was ramakumar and who was more like a father to ramakrishna also died in the year 1856 when 
when ramakrishna was only 20 year old he was running through saturn main period and venus sub period at that time with the death of his father and now also his brother ramakrishna realized the utter impermanence of human life and he became more and more disillusioned with material drama of life he became more engrossed in the worship of the divine mother uh, then other family members his for example his mother and his other elder brother they they could see that uh, ramakrishna paramhans was emotionally in a chaotic situation he is not taking interest in any of the material things in life what a young man is expected to do so to pull his mind away from uh, as per them he was behaving as if he he can become a renunciate any time uh, or he can go and become mad so because after the death of his brother especially he was totally uninterested in anything and he was just saying prayers and he would look at mother's idol uh, like kalima's idol and he would just keep looking at her and like someone who is mad and sometimes he would cry sometimes he would laugh so anyone looking at him would see that this boy is not going through a normal emotions so mother was obviously his mother was little perturbed and his elder brother was also little anxious and worried for him so they arranged for his mother marriage so he was uh, ramakrishna paramhans was married to sarada devi a girl called, named sarada devi in 1859 at that time he was running through saturn sun period in his birth horoscope sun is seventh house ruler and is placed in the first house from where sun is looking at the seventh house also when he was married sarada devi was only a 5 year old little girl and ramakrishna was 23 year old man so even after marriage sarada devi continued to live with her parents and ramakrishna continued his spiritual journey after the daily worship in the dakshina in the dakshineshwar kali temple where he was working as a priest he would sit in the temple and looking intently at the idol of goddess he would just get absorbed into her kind of he would just not be aware of what is happening around him and he would just be kind of totally focused on her and slowly he would go in a state of trance while singing the devotional songs composed by uh, great devotees of the past uh, rama prasad and kamal kant you know these were great saints of old time uh, who had written devotional songs after having vision of god in their own way so he would uh, sing those songs and he regarded their songs as an aid in his worship and was certain about getting the vision of mother as ramaprasad did with an ardent heart he would say ma you showed yourself to ramaprasad why then you don't reveal yourself to me i don't want wealth i don't want friends i don't want relatives i don't 
want any enjoyment or pleasure i only want to see you mother so see he would just cry speaking like this in this way he has spent his days and nights all together in prayer singing and meditation while his longing for her vision kept increasing daily as the days passed ramakrishna ramakrishna's food intake and sleep gradually declined and when not engaged in either worship or meditation he was seen to be in a state of turmoil over whether he would have a vision of mother or not seeing the setting sun in the evening every evening he would cry mother another day is gone still i have not seen you in time his longing for her vision became so extreme and that he was engaged in either worshiping or meditating for almost 24 hours a day despaired and feeling an unbearable pain at the thought that he might never have her vision he would just be praying singing meditating on divine mother one day one day as he later recounted in my agony i said to myself what is the use of this life suddenly uh, my eyes fell on the sword that hangs in the temple i decided to end my life with it then and there and like a madman i ran to it and seized it and then suddenly i had a marvelous vision of mother and i fell down unconscious he says that at that time he was just overwhelmed when he had first time had the vision of divine mother and he could just see some kind of light all around him he could see that all the material structures like houses doors temples were all vanishing into vacuum and there was just infinite conscious sea of light he says that however far in whatever direction i looked i found the continuous succession of effulgent waves coming forward raging and storming from all sides with a great speed very soon they fell on me and made me sink to the unknown bottom i panted struggled and fell unconscious i did not know what happened then in the external world how that day and the next day slipped away but in my heart of hearts there was flowing a current of intense bliss never experienced before and i had the immediate knowledge of the light that was mother now after having the vision of mother he was thoroughly convinced of her existence ramakrishna now lived all his time in the temple only like how a small child does not want to live does not want to leave his mother 
so was he he also now was not willing to leave the divine mother even for one moment when someone once asked him about uh, kali goddess kali's idol uh, who, who he worships he said i do not worship kali made of clay and straw my mother is the conscious principle my mother is pure sat chit anand existence knowledge bliss absolute that which is infinite is deep that which is infinite and deep is always dark colored the extensive sky is dark colored and so is the deep sea my kali is infinite all pervading and consciousness itself wife sarada devi came to live with ramakrishna in dakshineshwar temple at the age of 13 at the age of 18 when sarada devi became 18 year old she actually came to live with ramakrishna who was her husband in the dakshineshwar temple ramakrishna was 36 year old at that time and he was running through mercury mahadasha which ran in his life in between 1868 and 1885 uh, by the time his wife joined him ramakrishna had already embraced the monastic life of a sanyasi so the marriage was never consummated now what explains this why he never consummated the marriage although he got married uh if we look into his horoscope again he has sixth house ruler because cancer sign is falling in the sixth house if we uh, remember that he is aquarius ascendant so moon is the sixth house ruler and moon is placed in the first house that i have said earlier also this sixth house ruler moon is conjunct with the seventh house ruler sun who is also sitting in the first house in aquarius and moon is also seeing the seventh house from there which is just exactly opposite the first house and we know that when sun and moon get conjunct moon acts like a very malefic planet because it is a dark moon so this moon was a naturally malefic sixth house ruler so sixth house rulership is making moon malefic in his horoscope and here this is dark moon moon close to sun so he is naturally malefic also sitting in the first house conjunct with seventh house ruler and also looking at the seventh house and among many things sixth house also has the energy of celibacy even his lagna lord saturn who is sitting in the ninth house and from there saturn is also looking at sixth house so we can see he chose to remain a celibate for the sake of his spirituality that ninth house represents throughout his life as a priest ramakrishna performed the ritual ceremony the shodasi puja in his room also where he worshiped his wife as well so sarada devi his wife he worshiped as 
ఆ డివైన్ మదర్ శారదా రామకృష్ణ రిగార్డెడ్ శారదాదేవి యాజ్ ద డివైన్ మదర్ ఇన్ పర్సన్ అడ్రెస్సింగ్ హర్ యాజ్ మా అండ్ ఇట్ వాజ్ బై దిస్ నేమ్ దట్ షీ వాజ్ నోన్ టు రామకృష్ణాస్ డిసైపల్స్ ఆల్సో శారదాదేవి అవుట్లిఫ్ట్ రామకృష్ణ ఫర్ థర్టీ ఫోర్ ఇయర్స్ అండ్ ప్లేడ్ అన్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ రోల్ ఇన్ ద నేసెంట్ రిలీజియస్ మూవ్మెంట్ అట్ హియర్స్ ఈ యాడ్ స్టార్టెడ్ శ్రీ రామకృష్ణ హ్యాడ్ నో బయలాజికల్ చైల్డ్ జూపిటర్ ఇస్ ప్లేస్డ్ ఇన్ ద ఫిఫ్త్ హౌస్ ఆఫ్ హిస్ బర్త్ హారోస్కోప్ అండ్ జూపిటర్ సిటింగ్ ఇన్ ద ఫిఫ్త్ హౌస్ ఈజ్ నాట్ వెరీ ఫేవరేబుల్ ఫర్ గివింగ్ చిల్డ్రన్ అండ్ నాట్ ఓన్లీ దాట్ ఫిఫ్త్ హౌస్ రూలర్ మర్క్యూరీ ఈజ్ ఆల్సో స్క్వీజ్డ్ బిట్వీన్ మూన్ అండ్ సన్ ఇన్ ద ఫస్ట్ హౌస్ ఎక్వేరియస్ అండ్ ఐ హ్యావ్ ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్డ్ ద మెలిఫిసెన్స్ ఆఫ్ మూన్ ఆల్సో సో Jupiter in the fifth house, but Jupiter in the fifth house gave him many spiritual children, his disciples. One of his most important disciples is Swami Vivekananda, who took the message of his Guru and the message of Vedas to the West and to all over India. Exalted first Lord Saturn in the ninth house and the exalted ninth Lord Venus in the second house. made ramakrishna a great guru many of his disciples could also directly experience god under his guidance interestingly uh, impelled by a strong inner urge to experience the different aspects of god he followed with the help of a series of gurus the various paths described in the hindu scriptures and he realized god through each one of them so all the different paths tantra normal devotion devotion through offering service to god and many other gyan yoga bhakti yoga all different paths that has been described in the scriptures he tried all of them individually at different time and he could reach the ultimate destiny of meeting god through each one of them and not only it did not stop with he trying all the different paths described in hinduism it is said that he also tried to approach god through islam and christianity through people known to him few muslims were known to him so he tried their way of worshiping and christians were also known to him he tried their way of worshiping and it is said that he found god through these paths also so ultimately after meeting the ultimate aim of meeting god through every possible path that he could try he concluded that every faith is just a different path and all religions lead us to the same god he now 
habitually lived in an exalted state of consciousness in which he saw god in all beings according to traditional accounts before his death ramakrishna transferred his spiritual powers to vivekananda and he ordered him to now uh, look after all the disciples and uh, guide them and he ordered all his disciples to follow the advices of vivekananda he died in the early morning hours of 16th august 1886 when he was running through ketu main period and venus sub period so friends i hope you enjoyed listening to the uh, analysis of ramakrishna paramhansa's horoscope Uh, just in case if you want to get a reading from me you can write to me on my email which is cosmicbond7 at gmail.com c o s m i c cosmic b o n d bond 7 is the numeral at gmail.com you can also find my email address in the description of this podcast god bless you all